learn how to do is embrace. Embrace the love of God. All right. Um, that changes everything. So we have a theme scripture this month. And it's coming from 1 John 4, 16. We apologize because the words aren't fitting on the screen. We're going to fix it sometime tonight after Bible study. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so let's read the word of God together. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And we, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. All right. We struggle, but we made it. <laughs> if we tell the truth, that's the story of our life. We struggle, but we made it. <laughs> All right. And so in that in that particular you can sit down in that particular scripture, it says a couple of things. It says we know and we believe. Right. So the, you, you can know a whole lot of stuff, but if you don't believe it, it don't work. And look, and if you, you can believe a whole lot of stuff, if you don't know it, you won't act on what you believe. All right. You got to know it. Say, I know him. Say, I believe him. All right. So everything that God has um, breathed into this Bible, which is his word, is true. You said you believe it. All right. If you believe it now, because we believe it, what it, it dictates our behavior. So now we have to start operating, acting out what we believe. All right. OK, so um, I in. John 14, I believe, 6. Amen. We there? <clears throat> Somebody read it. Mm -hmm. Jesus says that I am the what? Way. The truth. And the life. Okay, so Jesus is the way, so we need to understand his way. All right? So we talked about that last week. And so when, when um, David cried out to God in worship, he said, show me your way. When Moses cried out to God, he said, show me your way. These, these two were greatly used by God. They weren't perfect. They made some great mistakes. But they wanted a close relationship with God. And you, if you don't know his way, then you will not believe his word. So we need God to show us his way, right? Jesus says, check this out. I am the way. Then he says, and I am the truth. 
So if Jesus is the way, and we talked about the way of God, the ways of God are past finding out. His ways are not our ways. And so he's given us a vehicle called faith so that we can trust him even when we can't trace him. Uh, and our thoughts are not like his thoughts. So quit trying to figure God out. We got a faith God out. So we got that right. Now, tonight we're going to deal with the truth. All right. Because if he says, I'm the truth, then you're going to have to know what the truth is. He says, I'm the way. And in order to know the way of God, we came to a solidness that we could never explain God. No matter how good we try, we would never be able to explain who God is. God must be revealed. So in order to get God's way, it comes through revelation. And in order to get God's truth, it comes through illumination. The light is illumination. So then, I looked at the world system. The world system tries to get you to work backwards. The light gives you everything that you need. And so if the light is the inner you, in order for the light to be seen by others, it, got, it works out of you. The world sends things from the outside trying to smother what's already been given to you. But if we don't realize what we already have, we will never let the light be illuminated because we smother it with too much world. But the light is the word. And so we got to let the word out. If you start letting the word out, it brings the illumination. The issue becomes when you want to let you out. And you've been to some dark places. And so we've learned that cussing, you know, you can get your point across. I just got to be heard. Well, if you got to be heard like that, uh, you are bringing darkness into your own situation. If you want to be heard, start speaking the word. Because that is the true you. You have a new identity. Your new identity is the Christ that dwells in you. When you begin to let Christ out, it brings forth the illumination and people won't see you. They'll see the love of God before they see you. So somebody say illuminate. It is it is hard to illuminate. When when times get rough and people come against you. Yeah. I'm going to we're going to cancel that lie tonight. Because it's all about choice. It's not hard. It's just choice. And so if we say it's hard, we speak to something that's not true. And we're talking about truth. And the truth be told, it's coming out of you anyway. The choice that you make is when. 
Because there is an appointed time. Somebody say in due season. <laughs> God will have his way no matter what. <laughs> Am I right? Am I telling the truth? Okay, so, so we, 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 we know the way is through revelation. And so now we understand that the truth comes through illumination. With that being said, turn to John 3. Okay, <clears throat> we're going to start at three. Thir Thirteen. The writer writes, he said, no one has ascended into heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the son of man, who is in heaven. Verse 14 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. But whoever believes in him should not perish, but have ever eternal life. Verse number 16. Let's say it together. Amen. You've heard that scripture before? Very familiar scripture. It is something that before Jesus gives us that, that profound statement of believing in what God has planned, that whoever believes in him will have eternal life with him. And that's, that's good news. But before he says that, even as Moses lifted up the serpent, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus is saying that I'm going to have to be lifted up too. Just like the serpent was lifted up. He's drawing a picture. Why was the serpent lifted up in the days of Moses? Well, the people were complaining. And Moses was leading them and they didn't want to go the direction that Moses had took them. They figured, well, you wouldn't have gone this way. And they started complaining. And God didn't like complaining. So he sent poisonous snakes into the camp and they started biting the people. This is in numbers. And when they started biting the people, the people started crying because they started dying and they couldn't control the snakes and the venom. And they started crying out to God and Moses went to God and God said, take and make a bronze snake and lift the snake up and tell them to look at the snake. And when they looked at the snake, they were healed. Jesus said, now get this, the thing that bit them 
Now, if you know anything about snake, you get by a, hit, bit by a snake, they use the snake's venom to cure you. Jesus says, as Moses lifted up the snake, I must be lifted up too. By the same manner, the snakes that was biting them, when they looked at it, it healed them. Jesus says, the sin that you were doing, when you look at me, I'm going to become that sin, and you're going to be healed from everything. And so he makes this plain that God doesn't change. He had a way for us out before we even ask for help. He already had a plan in place. Here's breaking news. No matter what you're going through, how bad it looks, don't believe the lie and don't drink the Kool-Aid. God will work it out if you give him time to work it out, if he will do it for you, it is not on your time and it's definitely not on your dime. God has a great plan for your life. And that's the truth. Then he says, for God so loved the world, now this, that he gave his only begotten son, and, and we, we quote the scripture, and whoever believes, and we believe, we believe in Jesus, but we don't walk in the truth. We say we believe, but we don't walk in the truth. If you believe, you would believe that he has already given you the victory. You believe that he is already inside of you. You believe that his spirit now rules you. We say amen. But why do we try to rule the very spirit that was sent in us to rule? I'm not talking to just one of us. I'm talking to all of us. <laughs> because We've been used to operating in lies that we take the truth in and the lies keep coming and we make a conscious choice to believe a lie. Yep, that's when, when stuff, get, stuff go, going sideways, you look at how sideways it is instead of how straight God can make it. Huh? Why? Because we are used to operating the wrong way. We can no longer operate here. We have to operate here. It's bearing spirit to spirit. And that's why we need the word of God. Verse number 17. Let's go. So God didn't send his son into the world so that we can be condemned. Who, then who's condemned? If Christ came to save all, that's the truth. He came to save all. Why should we condemn somebody else? They're considered in the all too. And it's not up to us to determine the date and time 
when they start operating in the all. It's up to the truth to come. And when the truth takes you over, no lie will be able to have a part of you when the truth takes you over. Because the truth is light. And the lie is darkness. And here's how you know when the truth takes you over. Then all that dark stuff you won't do anymore. Because darkness and light cannot occupy the same space. Light always wins. It doesn't matter how great the darkness is. If a little bit of light gets in there, then light always wins. Here's the good news. When Christ came into you, no matter how much darkness was there, you had a little bit of light. And all it takes is just a little bit of light. And you understand when a little bit of light gets next to another little bit of light and gets to next to another little bit of light, next to another little bit. When a whole bunch of little lights get together, we can illuminate a whole room. When the, when, listen, when the little lights get together, we can illuminate the whole earth realm. That's why the enemy wants us to argue and fuss and fight with one another because if we get together, the light will run out all the darkness that comes around us. So he says he didn't come to condemn. So nobody should talk about nobody. There's no condemnation. All right, let's go. Number 18. Okay. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of okay, God. Okay, so if you believe in God, you're not condemned. The ones who don't believe are already condemned, which means you don't need to condemn them. Right. Wow. That's good stuff. Let's go. We got a few, few words of me. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. Okay. Stop right there. Darkness comes into the world and men love darkness rather than light. And I, 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 I looked at that and said, well, why would men love darkness rather than light? What was wrong with man that they would love darkness more than light. Because that's all you knew. All you knew was darkness. And the truth be told, when light came, before light came, you didn't comprehend it. And so you were used to being in darkness. But once you understand and you know, somebody shout, I know. I know that I have this light and I believe in the light that's in me. 
No matter how dark your situation get, your belief system based on what you know will change your situation. But we rather stay there because our belief system is not attached to who we know. Well, let me say this. Your belief system is not attached to who knows you. Because he's already in you. To know means to enter in. Once he comes in, now you got to get to know who's on the inside. The issue becomes we are paying too much attention to what's on the outside. Verse number 19, is that 18 or 19? 19. Okay, go ahead, finish 18. Yeah. Okay. And um, light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Because their deeds were evil. Keep going. For everyone practicing evil hates the light. Everyone practicing evil hates the light. And don't come to the light. Lest his deeds should be exposed. Now that's good right there. Now, everyone practicing darkness, they, those dark secrets, you try to keep them. And the longer you keep a secret, so I don't like secret. Because secrets is where the devil lives. He lives in secrets. When you keep secret. It allows him to come in and work with you and he will keep you and you keep a a, a little dark secret and say, well, nobody know about it. And you keep it so good that you don't even want to show God and he saw it already. Therefore, you go around acting as if you have no secret. And God is looking at it saying, I want that. And until you give that secret to God, you have a dark area in your life where the light is not breaking through. But God says that I will illuminate that light as soon as you give it to me. So he says for us to what? Confess our sin. God already knows. You, you, you know how you, you, your little kids do something wrong and you know they did it? And then you ask them, did you do that? And they say, no. And you say, yes, you did. And they say, no, I didn't. And then you, then you, want, them to, you want them to tell the truth so bad that you say, well, I'm not going to get you in trouble if you just tell the truth. Is that the truth? Yeah. You want them to what? Tell the truth. And that's how God is. Adam and Eve had sinned. God knows everything. They were hiding their secret. And God said, Adam, where are you? He knew where he was. But he wanted Adam to know where he was. And that's why God says, if you confess it, you'll understand where you are. Right now, you are lost. And I sent my son for the lost. And if you will just confess it to me, my light through my son will shine through me and my illumination will take over your life. Amen. Amen. 
Verse 21. Wait a minute, but he who what? Does the truth. <laughs> he who does the truth. Come on. He who does the light. Come on. Huh? He like don't be a sir, be a doer. Do like thing. Right? If you gotta be able to do the truth. Yes. Don't say you're telling the truth, but do the truth. Right. In other words, you ought to be lighting it up wherever you go. Amen. That everybody should be able to see the Christ in you. Yes. Why? Because this Christ is giving us what's called the spirit of truth. Amen. The light inside of you is the spirit of truth. Amen. Turn to John chapter 16. Verse 13. Or oh, we could start at 12. I still have many things to say to you. Uh-huh. But you cannot bear them now. However. However. Stop right there. So, Jesus, when the Spirit comes, not only is it the truth, but it will guide you into deeper truth. It will keep you telling the truth. It will keep you living the truth. Here's some breaking news. None of us in here can live in truth without the Spirit of truth. Without the spirit of Christ that dwells in you, you will you will lie, cheat, steal and do any other kind of thing. But when the spirit of truth comes inside of you, that truth will guide you. Your brain won't guide you. Somebody say the spirit of truth. You need to depend on the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth will take you everywhere you need to go. Amen. And sometimes we want to deal with the spirit of people. We want people approval. And it's sad because we even allow people's action to change who we are. Why will you let somebody else's action cause you to live a lie? You are happy. You are blessed. And you know that you're a child of God. So why is it that this person's action causes you to act a whole nother way that you know is not who you are? What you going to do now? And then you got these friends. What you going to do now? Oh, that, now you shouldn't put up with that. I'm not putting up with it. I'm listening to the spirit of truth. And what am I going to do now? I'm going to keep listening to the spirit of truth. Amen. And I hope 
you put on the same earphones that I have on. See, you need to get the people who are talking the wrong stuff to you out of your ear and let the spirit of God guide you. You ever have a friend that say they're a friend and won't even tell you when you're doing wrong? That's not no friend. If your friends won't help you and be accountable, help you be accountable, then you hanging out with the wrong folks. You need to hang out with somebody that's going to hold you accountable and tell you, no, don't you let nobody change you. You're a child of God. Okay, let's go. Let's read it again, Harold. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Mm -hmm. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, so he said, the Holy Spirit won't speak on his own authority, but the authority that the Holy Spirit gets is from God. And when the Holy Spirit hears from God, the Holy Spirit speaks to you. That's why when you get ready to act up, you hear something and you say, don't do that. And then the Holy Spirit telling you, I'm going to work it out. And then you keep saying, well, he's doing this and she's doing that. But the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to work this out. And but we're going to talk about the other voices we heard and what they said. But the Holy Spirit says, I got this. And I got you. And I'm going to work this out. Yeah, but you don't know. Yeah, he does know. He knows everything. So when, when, the, when, the, when the spirit of truth which is in you, when it hears from God, it speaks to you. Here's good news. When you're getting this word, your Holy Spirit is going wild inside because it's being fed and connected. And it's connected to the word. And the word is God. And when it connects, it, can, it runs out other spiritual things. That's why you, you feel good, better when you're getting the word. And then as soon as you leave here, there's going to be some stuff. If it ain't on the way home, it might be when you get home. If it's not when you get home, it might be on a phone call. But let me tell you something. The world is going to come at you. But here's what you got to do. You got to let the word out on the world. Amen. When you start speaking the word into the atmosphere, truth comes and lies have to back up. Amen. 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 All right, 20 again. Is that what verse 13? 14. 14. And he will tell you things to come. Have, have, have your spirit ever told you it's going to work out? Did it work out? Every time. I, 
if it hasn't worked out, then you could call God a lie. But every time the spirit has spoken to you, it has worked out. When the spirit spoke to you, did you hear some other voices talking too? Okay, that's what you're going to. That's why you have to illuminate. Because when you illuminate, those voices will leave. That means you're going to have to start letting this word out of you because the world's going to be coming at you. So you send word and word will stop the world from coming at you. The more words you're putting out and you can put it out in worship. Amen. So well, I don't know how to work. You know the name Jesus. They say at the name of Jesus. Yeah. The, the enemy has to flee. Yeah. So if, just, if, if, if things are going on and you just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You, you, when you start talking about Jesus, he's in the atmosphere. No evil can come to the light. And so we have to understand the power that we have, and that is the truth. And it has to be illuminated out. And we've been so used to taking everything in. But the power is letting it out. When you begin to love outwardly, the power that was in you changes everything. Okay, verse 15. All things that the Father has are mine. Mm -hmm. Therefore I said that he will take up mine and declare it to you. Amen. So, so Jesus says, listen, we all belong to him. His spirit is the light and it's already in us. So we have the spirit of truth. And the way to get the spirit of truth out is we have to be real with God. How many of you know that you have an area that God needs to work on in your life? Mm-hmm. And when, when, when the, what the enemy will get you to do is try to get you to talk about somebody else's insufficiencies. But the way God works is he will allow somebody else to be messed up in your life while he cleans you up. Because most of us won't want to get cleaned up until we get into some trouble. <laughs> All right, I turn to um, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse 10. Okay. Read that here. Yes, sir. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Mm-hmm. Keep going. But what man knows the things of a man? But what things... What man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, 
No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So, so no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. And so we, we have to go back to what, what we really need to illuminate. It has to be about this truth that dwells in us. We're trying to figure out all these worldly truths, but you have the great truth, which will illuminate and it will expose anything that is not true. Do you understand how powerful this gift is of the spirit of truth? That you don't have to try and figure things out. The spirit of truth will expose whatever's wrong. It will expose it. And why, why, why does it expose it? So it could shine light on it. When it shines light on it, it's bringing that to the light as well. And so we shouldn't fuss and argue and fight. We should just love. And let the truth illuminate on it. If you love it because you know God's truth, God will illuminate on it and bring it into the truth, whatever it is. So darkness cannot live in your life as long as you are illuminating the truth. Now, Jesus says this in um, John chapter eight, um, verse number 12, Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. He says, I'm the light of the world, and I came to light you up. Why would Jesus want to light you up? So you can light everything else up. But the way he gets his light out of you is by your confession to him. How many of you need God's help every day? When you say you need help, you get help. Why? Because you confessed it with your mouth. God, help me. When you confess it, he helps you. One, one, one story I want to tell you, and we're going to go home. There was a man by the name of Peter that was in the boat with all the other disciples. And Jesus had been spending time, fasting, spending time with the Lord. It was about 4 a.m., and it was foggy out there on the water. They couldn't see well. Disciples were in the boat, and here comes Jesus walking on the water. Now, he had to be glowing because at 4 a.m. in fog, you can't see nothing. Because he's the light, he was glowing because light shines in darkness. And they looked and they saw the light. You don't ever look in the light and somebody's in the light and you can't see who's driving the car because the headlights are there. But you know somebody's in the car and you're trying to make it out. So the disciples said, I see the light. Jesus, is that you? Peter says, if it is you, bid me to come, right? 
Jesus said, you ask, come. He starts walking on water. The Bible says that the wind started blowing and he looked at the wind. How many of you ever seen the wind before? He was looking for something that he could not see because there was a disturbance. Here was the issue. While he was walking on water, he was looking at the truth. When the wind started blowing around him, he started looking for something that he couldn't even see. When you take your eyes off of the truth, you'll see stuff that's not even there. He took his eyes off the truth. And when you take your eyes off of Jesus, things start happening. Peter began to sink. Anybody ever take their eyes off Jesus before? Did everything look good in your life that you was looking at? As a matter of fact, whatever you looked at was taking you down. But there was a confession. While Peter was going down, he confessed that he needed a savior that was the truth. So he said, Lord, he didn't say, get me back up on the water so I can walk on in. I was doing good. You know, how I was doing good before. No, he didn't do any of that. He spoke to the deepness of what was necessary. Lord, save me. And that confession was Peter saying, you're the one that can save me. Illuminate it. And when, when, when that truth came, there was no hesitation. The Bible says, Jesus lifted him up. And that's what the truth will do for you. When you confess that you need his help, the truth will surely set you free and bring salvation to whatever area you need it. Give God a hand of praise.